0: Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we've found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. This is episode 005, recorded in April 2019. What does the word practice mean to you? Beyond a yoga practice or meditation practice, what if you gave yourself the space to see life as a practice? We can talk ourselves out of any opportunity when we believe that perfection is the goal. Instead, when we approach everything as a practice, we give ourselves the room to consciously choose whether to keep engaging in our old habits or to do things differently. What if you gave yourself the gifts of awareness and attention? How would you start
1: to change your life? So today, we're going to talk about practice. How does that sound to you, Virginia?
0: Pam, I think that is perfect.
1: Yeah, it's been coming up a lot lately. (laughs) So many times the things I want to write about or share about are things that are swirling in my world, I hear from other people, or darn it, I just need to hear it and and hear my own words, and get some thoughts from other people. So, practice has been coming up a lot lately. How How about you? Uh, I find,
0: <laughs> I find that every day there are opportunities not only to practice, but also to. I'm not sure how to say this other than to intentionally embrace a practice. Um, One of my very favorite quotes is by Carlos Castaneda, Mm -hmm. and it is this, the trick is in what one emphasizes. We either make ourselves miserable or we make ourselves happy. The amount of work is the same. And the reason that this is one of my favorite quotes, especially in this chapter of my life, is because it reminds me that every day we have opportunities to make choices and to practice what's important to us. We have opportunities to decide what actions we're going to take. And people talk about practice like a meditation practice or a yoga practice. And yes, those are practices. But really deciding who we want to be in the world and how we want to show up when we do it with consciousness, with awareness, with intention, that is also a practice. Tell me how it's been coming up for you. I'd like to hear more.
1: Oh, thank you for sharing all of that. Yes, and, and I I think the word practice does get lumped into that category of um, something like yoga or meditation, and that 's wonderful, um, and it, that is a practice but i I gave myself the the support and the help of seeing everything as practice uh, a few years ago. Um, I am a recovering perfectionist, and what that looked like from for me was that I had to do everything down to the letter everything had to be completely perfect and most of the time the way that that actually showed up was i would quit halfway through or i would um talk myself out of finishing something or even even more i would talk myself out of beginning something because i could see where the glitches would come in where the humanness would come in and maybe i wouldn't be able to rise to the occasion or i wouldn't have what i needed i didn't know myself that well back then But this was part of my beginning self-love practice that I um, started to be a little easier on myself. And I started to see that all these new things that were coming in my way, which they do when you go on any kind of grand adventure, uh, that I could look, I had a choice. This was such a revelation to me. I could look at all these new things as practice. Um, and I thought about people that take up an instrument, and the very first time they play it, they're awful. <laughs> but yes, they're they are. Music, right? <laughs> and you have, you have some musicians in your house, so you might be able yes, to. Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> you have a tuba player there, am I right, or no? No, a clarinetist. A clarinet. Okay. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I was thinking there was a tuba in your house, but <laughs> thankfully no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but the idea of picking up that instrument and making some noise, no matter what noise it was, just just sort of came to me and I thought, if that's the only noise they ever make, of course they'll never find out more about it or become better at it or more comfortable with it. So the idea of practice came from within and it was this idea that I could give myself um, the notion that everything I do Not just the new things, but everything I do is practice. And it has been so freeing for me. So thank you for asking.
0: What a beautiful gift to give that understanding to yourself. Because I find it to be more and more true as I go through life. When we're running on autopilot, when we've got our blinders on or the blindfold on, or the old nose to the grindstone, and that's all we can see, we forget that in every day, there are opportunities to make choices, to decide which way we're going to take the drive in the morning, or whether or not we're going to stop for coffee, what we're going to put on our bodies. I mean, If you drill it down, (laughs) almost every moment presents a choice. And when we're running on autopilot, we forget that we have those choices. We believe that we, what choice do I have? I don't have a choice. I have to do this. I have to do that. When we can look at not only the new things, but also our old habits as a practice, It gives us the opportunity to decide whether we want to continue those old habits. They are not automatic except in our brains. Our bodies inherently feel what to do. I think Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this. Our bodies inherently feel what to do in times when our minds are not engaged because of muscle memory. So I think he gives the example of, say you've gone to a party and you've had a couple of drinks and all of a sudden you can't remember your ATM code number, but you're walking up to the machine and you're talking to a friend because you need to get some money to go to the next place and your hand, without you thinking about it, your hand types in the right numbers. It's because the muscles remember the moves to make, even though your hand can't look at the numbers and say, oh, it's one, two, three, four, your muscle memory punches in the right numbers for you. And then you go, oh, look at that. I guess I do remember my number. When we are so distracted or so focused that we cannot look up and decide whether we have a choice, our bodies still put us through our paces. So if we are believing that the habits that we've ingrained into ourselves are our only option, we forget that all of this, that life in itself is a practice. What's the difference between autopilot and making life a practice? I believe it's awareness. I believe it is conscious, awareness and deciding that we are going to drive our own bus instead of being drawn by the tides of our old habits. It's not easy, but it's also not complicated. It simply requires that we give ourselves attention.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. That, that, that is what it is. Oh, awareness, and say it again, awareness and attention. Is that what you said?
0: I said awareness and attention. attention. Yep. Yeah. We are giving ourselves the awareness and the attention that we so desperately crave, yeah. that other people demand from us, that we, that we give, whether we give it freely or whether we give it grudgingly to other people, when we can give ourselves that gift, we can start to recognize that every aspect of life is a practice. And once we see that, then we get to decide how much energy we're going to put into a practice, whether it's a practice that still serves us. If I'm trying to play the tuba, (laughs) and I decide that the tuba is not for me, Am I going to keep practicing the tuba? No. Maybe I practice ballet, or maybe I practice cooking, or maybe I practice woodwork, or maybe I practice accounting. Whatever it is, when I recognize that that action is no longer for me, I get to decide whether I'm gonna continue to practice it, whether I'm going to make it a practice in my life. It's not just about yoga or meditation or religious affiliation or whether or not you consider yourself a quote-unquote spiritual person. It's about embracing life f- for the purpose that you're here to enact. Yeah. Even that is a practice. Yeah,
1: the simplicity of that. Is exactly what I needed to hear today, and that's why this has been swirling around in my head. <laughs> um, and and I think about that, you know, being a music student, and I really was only took a few piano lessons, uh, and I I didn't enjoy it, and so it was something that I tried. Um, so you know, I'm not I'm not sorry I did it. Like it was really great. That's how you figure things out. But one of the things that um, that seeing everything as practice has done for me is that I am learning every time. So um, I I do a little bit of teaching. And uh, one of the classes that I teach just about once a month, I've done probably close to 20 times. Mm -hmm. But every time I start, I say, this is practice. see what you can learn, see what new things come up and listen deeply. Mm. Um, and then another class I just started doing. And so it last, let's see, a couple days ago, it was my third time doing it. Mm-hmm. But I, I had already adopted that, that choice of seeing everything as practice. So I put my whole heart into it. I was prepared but I knew that it would not go perfectly. No class ever does, by the way, (laughs) no podcast ever does. (laughs) No. And so, but what happened is I truly connected to people. We had a great time and I learned, Oh, there's a few things I have not added to this class that they're asking for. So I was able to learn what they needed Mm -hmm. and in my self-love journey, I see everything as practice and I give myself the grace with those new things, which those are the things that push my buttons all over the place with my perfectionism. And uh, I just realized that that um, I can go at my own pace with this and I have so much to learn, not because I need fixing or not because I'm not there, I'm totally there, but I can, it can get richer and deeper. And so I love that you shared about awareness and attention because I think those things go hand in hand with all of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm adding in the opportunity to learn and grow uh, which I did not know when I started looking at um, you know, how I wanted my life to be, that it would keep going, that I wouldn't just get one thing and one idea and plant my feet and be okay. Um, it was that it will evolve even more in a way that has delighted and surprised me. Mm.
0: That is so beautiful and so well said. And that's just it. When we believe that it has to be, whatever it is, has to be perfect and that we are the ones that are responsible for that perfection and and nothing less will be sufficient. We set ourselves up for anxiety. We set ourselves up for um, far too much stress. We set ourselves up for failure because how is it ever perfect? And when we allow the understanding that this is practice or this is an experiment or what can I learn from this today? We open ourselves up to an interaction rather than a lecture. Instead of delivering just blocks of information, we get to engage with others and open ourselves to learning from them. And that can only benefit all of us. It benefits you as the teacher. It benefits your students as the participants. It benefits the students to come who you haven't even met yet. It benefits the people that those students are all gonna go on to meet. Because when we give ourselves that grace, we see that this is all just an opportunity to interact. It's all just an invitation. And that's part of a practice as well. It's all practice.
1: <laughs> it's all practice. It's all practice. And, and so for the people listening to us, you have to know that Virginia and I have been talking about doing a, pod, a podcast for, for a while. And then we started to learn about it. And then we started to practice. And we were actually practicing. We've been practicing behind the scenes here. Uh, We've been trying new things and um, just learning the rhythms of this. Um, But every single time we do it, this will be practice. There will be parts that maybe other people would edit out, but we're going to leave in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, You might hear us mispronounce a word. And that's okay. It's all practice. Mm -hmm. we are uh, just thrilled that, that we're doing this and that you're here with us. And I have a question for everyone out there listening. How do you think seeing life as practice, everything you do as practice, would help you? How do you think seeing all as practice would change your day-to-day life? Mm.
0: That's an excellent question. May I ask one as well? Yes. Yes. I would ask anyone listening, what is one piece of your life that you would like to practice? What is something in your life, whether it's something you do every day right now or something you've been dancing around or something you've thought about, what would you like to add in to practice in your life?
1: Oh, that is a great question. Yeah. As always, (laughs) such (laughs) a great conversation and um, thoughtful um, and connected. Thank you. Thank you, Virginia.
0: Thank you, Pam. I'm so glad to be here with you doing this, even when it's practice, especially when it's practice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thanks so much for listening today. Please share your comments, questions, and ideas by contacting us at coachpamdavis at gmail.com. We hope you'll join us next time on Inside Job with V and Pam. And remember, change is an inside job.